Welcome to Autism Knows No Borders. Discover what's possible when people impacted by autism inspire change and build community. Together with the Global Autism Project, here's your host, Rachel Harmon. Hello, everyone. This week's episode features our recent cohort of Global Autism Community moderators, self-advocates Michelle Vinokurov, Corbin Havener, and Mary Johnston. In June 2022, Michelle, Corbin, and Mary joined our team of moderators, which also included Liz Castillo, who was unable to join this recording. The team usually meets to discuss the community's monthly theme and decide which subtopics they will post about each week. Throughout each month, the moderators take turns monitoring posts daily to ensure that our online space remains safe and respectful. We're currently taking applications for our next round of moderators to join our team. If you're interested in developing your leadership skills, expanding your network as an advocate, and stepping outside of your comfort zone, check out the link in our show notes to apply for this unique position. In today's conversation, we discuss proud moments of 2022, the team's experiences as community moderators, goals and priorities for 2023, and advice for future moderators of our community. In this episode, discover what's possible when connections go deeper. To learn more about the participants in this discussion, please visit our show notes at autismknowsnoborders.com. We appreciate your time. If you enjoy this podcast and you'd like to support our mission, please take just a few seconds to share it with one person who you think will find value in it too. You can also follow us on Instagram at Autism Podcast, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Global Autism Project, and join our online community on Mighty Networks at community.globalautismproject.org. And now I present you the Global Autism Community Moderators. Hey guys, Happy New Year. Hi there. Happy Happy New Year. Year. All right, so let's start with some brief introductions. Corbin, you want to go first? Yeah. Uh, There, I am Corbin Havener. I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and one of the community moderators uh, for this uh, past term. Right now, I, uh, well, I've generally kept pretty busy. I, um, work full-time at um, BF Goodrich as, as a member of the uh, United Steelworkers uh, Local 715 Union. And I have also taken up uh, being a certified substitute teacher at Fort Wayne Community Schools. All right. Thanks, Corbin. And Mary. Hi, my name is Mary, and I was one of the moderators for this past six months. And I got to do fun things like make the events or post like subtopics and help people figure out like what we were doing for the month. Great. And you're a blogger. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I run a blog called Autistic Rainbow 15. Great. Thanks, Mary. And Michelle. Hi. It's Michelle. I was one of the moderators for the Global Autism Project for the past six months. For those who don't know, I'm in Lakewood Ranch, Florida. (laughs) For those of you who are in the Florida area, 
I definitely loved my experiences as a moderator, like just being involved in the roundtable discussions and like even getting to facilitate one, which was a great leadership experience for those who want to do it. And um, just a little bit about a little background about me. I own my own blog website, The World of Autism, and I have a new experience uh, starting actually next week, which I'll share later on. <laughs> Perfect. And I also want to mention that we have another moderator too, Liz Castillo. Uh, unfortunately, she couldn't join us for this recording, but she's here with us in spirit. So I'd like to take a moment to reflect on last year. What are you guys most proud of or what are some of your favorite memories from 2022? So 2022 was definitely something that definitely kept me engaged, you know, with the community. Well, first of all, like this community, of course, gave me a, gave me a contact where I uh, was confidently able to uh, you know, take a trip to, to New York in June. And that was a great role with it experience that I was finally able to do. And then, of course, you know, resulting and reacting to something that happened in, in April with one of our roundtables that was on a very chance basis. We've each gotten our opportunity to uh, lead our own roundtable discussions. And, you know, it's definitely a good uh, leadership uh, building experience. Yeah, definitely. You know, 2022 was a year of growth for our online community. And the three of you stepped up into this leadership role in a really powerful way. And I just, you know, want to say thank you on behalf of the Global Autism Project for your dedication to our mission and our community. And, you know, you've all really helped to create this beautiful safe space where people can share openly. So thank you for that. Thank oh. you for the opportunity. Of course. All right. What else are you guys proud of? It doesn't have to be related to the community. It could be something personal. I guess I'll go then because um, now I, I can actually mention it. Uh, so I got a new job with the school district. I am moving up. I am now going to be a special education behavior specialist. Right now, I've been on winter break. So next Monday, I start my new position. So I'm very excited about it to take on a whole new experience and just to be able to help more of the, of the disability community. Congratulations, Michelle. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. And you have such a unique perspective being in that role, given your own lived experiences. I'm very excited because like, I definitely am one of the first in my district. So it is a big deal to be like a role model in the way for those that like, who eventually like want to be able to work for like a school district and stuff. So I hope that this really helps a lot for those who are like, you know, trying to gain experience. Like once you get your foot in the door, that's where you get more experience and you keep building yourself up. Because for me, like it took me almost four years starting off as a paraprofessional and now I got myself up. So that's where, that's how you got to do it. <laughs> yeah. Great. And didn't you also graduate this last year? 
Yes, that's another thing too. I graduated back in October of last year. I graduated from Purdue University Global. I got my bachelor's degree. So that was another huge accomplishment. So 2022 was definitely a big year for me. Yes. Amazing. Mary, how about you? I would say the thing that I'm most proud of is probably just finding out like new things I'm good at. And I was really persistent with a lot of things that I didn't really know about, like different college classes. And even like in the moderatorship, like I didn't really know how to set up like Zoom meetings or like organize that kind of stuff. So I was able to kind of learn about that more and become more informed with um, technology. Mm-hmm. Great. And those are skills that you can carry on and use in the future too. I guess for me, work-wise related to Global Autism Project, I'm really proud that we were able to get our responsive skills training up and running. It's not launched yet. It's definitely close in the works, but we have a huge chunk of the content created and really it couldn't have been done without our committee of contributors. And I know some of you moderators were part of that too. So, you know, it's interesting to think about the kind of trajectory of our work because we wouldn't have had all of the voices contributing to the responsive skills training if it weren't for the community. And we wouldn't have the community if it weren't for the podcast. So it's all just kind of been lining up in a path that's been meant to be, if that makes sense. So I'm really, really excited to put that in the public. And so people who are service providers can get this training. And on a personal level, I guess one of the intentions I had for 2022 was to have a more balanced life, to have a balance between work and play and friends and family. And I think, you know, moving to Barcelona three years, almost four years ago now, it was hard during the pandemic. Like I felt pretty lonely and homesick. And now I feel like I actually have a group of friends who I would almost consider family. And so it's really nice to have that network here. Anything else you guys want to add about 2022? Well, the house that I'm in is the house that I closed in in February. And I think it was an interesting experience. You know, it, it, sometimes sometimes I do struggle in my life deciding if it, if it was the correct decision or not to actually buy because, you know, I'm still pretty antsy on where I am in life or maybe where I want to go. So it felt like I put down a hard route. But on the good end of that is in terms of Fort Wayne, it's like in my favorite area that I could have possibly found in Fort Wayne. Mm. That's great. So location-wise, you're you're happy there. Yeah. Sorry, Michelle, are you going to say something? I was going to say about like how besides we have 2022, just like overall, it was just for me personally, it was just a great year of growth overall. Like 
even like personally, like how with friends and family, like I've been doing more of a balance with, especially towards the end, like once college ended for me and I graduated, like that's where I kind of like got more of that back where I was balancing better with being with friends and family and with my boyfriend and everything. So it just, you know, having that kind of balance and just doing what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. So going back to your experience as a moderator in 2022, what would you like to share? You guys have mentioned a few things already. What are some highlights of your role as a moderator? I feel like one of the things is, of, of course, you know, we're keeping it a, like a safe and respectful community. Now, one topic that I always like to get on top of is, you know, when members of our community talk about work topics. One thing about my experience is I've had a very rough go of it at work. You know, I, when I graduated from college, I found, found myself straight in a very predatory employment situation. And then like, of course, another job that I was great at um, was sort of upended by the pandemic. And then I also got terminated for cause on a technicality, which was a very upsetting and bitter way to end that employment. And then of course, did did a couple jo- jobs that I knew were um, completely dead at dead end. And, you know, right now it's like, I'm definitely not doing what I want to do for the rest of my life right now. It's, um, and it, it is a, it is a hard, it is a hard thing for me right now, but I do know that I had to respect myself as a worker. And when I tried to give, you know, employment related advice, it's always going to come to respect yourself as a worker respect the fact that as a worker these companies cannot operate without you that you are the most valuable part of what allows them to be successful mm. and you know I've had a number of opportunities where I was able to um, just uh, reiterate those messages to our community members that have had like employment-related struggles as far as some um, with whatever their jobs have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad that they've seen the community as a place that they can turn to for support. And Corbin, you've been in there almost every day commenting and asking people questions and engaging with them, and that's really made a difference so that they know that they're not alone. Mm-hmm. Mary, what was the moderator role like for you? I would say for me, I obviously was balancing it with like school and family life and stuff, but I found ways to make all of it work. And I'd say that the thing that I really enjoyed the most was probably connecting with people in the comments. And when we posted about the subtopics like swimming safety or Halloween for autistic kids or things like that. I'd talk about like my experience and, you know, Corbin or Michelle or anyone else could talk about their experience as well. And we could kind of create like different things that we could talk about in the upcoming meeting. Mm -hmm. And we could all just kind of like bond over how we grew up as autistics and stuff, which was fun. Great. 
Yeah, it's a great place to meet new people from all over the world, really. Yeah, I'd say that was probably my second thing too, is meeting just so many people and becoming closer with uh, Michelle and Corbin because they're both very nice. And I'm really glad that we got to become good friends this year. Mm -hmm. Great. Michelle, how about you? What was your experience like? First, like when I saw the moderator application, like when that first came out, like I knew I was balancing with college and with um, multiple jobs, with multiple jobs and everything. And so I was like trying to figure out how am I going to do this? But at the same time, I like knew I wanted to now because like I wanted to connect in a whole nother level with with the autism community, not just what I've been doing in person, like and my multiple jobs, but even like so online too, just to be able to provide from my own experiences and my own resources that I would be able to provide for the community. So that's pretty much what I did as a moderator. Like I through the round tables, through the online discussions and everything that we had on the online community. It was just so great, like seeing the amount of engagement from members and like really connecting in such a deeper level. And the fact that I love that, as Mary said, like with Mary and Corbin, like we got to bond and everything and definitely became friends through this experience as being moderators. So I I really have enjoyed the experience and I hope that more people will will take on the opportunity because you will really develop a lot of skills even social skills too like you're working with other people teamwork leadership you name it so this is a good start for those that want to have that experience or even just to even volunteer too like if you have a a passion for like with advocacy and everything this is where to do it thanks michelle yeah this is a great opportunity to announce that we're currently accepting applications for our next cohort of moderators. So I'll put a link to the application in our show notes for anyone who might be interested in joining our team. Okay, so moving on to 2023, here we are. What do you wish to accomplish this year? Like, what are your priorities? Well, um, before I get any of my plans um, concretely figured out, um, one thing that I just that I feel like I need to take the opportunity to do, and I need to hopefully within the first half of the year, is utilize the 80 hours of paid vacation time that I'm going to have. And I am thinking this time, just have that time. I really want to do what would I consider the counterclockwise California um, road trip. <laughs> so like I mean I already have it hypothetically down in my head which is like an interstate 80 out west um you know Bay Area first head south maybe like an LA or San Diego type thing and basically through autism advocacy the cool thing is I actually know people that I can get in contact with if I go out those directions. So that's one of the benefits. As far as on the way back, you know, I could also do 40 to 44. I don't know. That's the opportunity that I could have if I use it right. And then I can figure out 
feel like I can have something to do that, you know, fulfills, you know, my purpose better, which it could be transitioning to teaching because I feel like I have something there or maybe some sort of role where I can actually get a paycheck while advocating or something. My day-to-day has got to, at some point, find more meaning. Hmm. So do you have a plan to figure that out? Yeah, that that's a hard, you know, that's a hard thing. I want to, you know, to talk to like a fifth grade teacher at one of the uh, WCS schools that I know to, to figure some things out. But mm-hmm. I think the, the hardest thing for me, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things that I've got to overcome. I don't know how many people relate to this, but especially like I'm very efficient when it comes to texting, but I get really bad texting anxiety when I'm thinking about reaching out to somebody in my area. And that is something where that oftentimes prevents me from being able to connect with a lot of the people like in the area that I want to connect with. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mary or Michelle, could you relate to that? Do you have any tips to offer? Um, I don't know if I can relate a hundred percent. It's just that like, I know when it came to like with texting or Snapchat, I know with me, like I never liked really like if people left on open or something, cause like I know with communication, like sometimes with texting, yeah, it can be a little bit anxiety provoking. Like, not, like, uh, in terms of like how you're trying to communicate and stuff. I know that can be a little tricky. But the best thing is just with, from my advice, is just with taking your time of how you're going to respond. You know, like, don't worry about what the other person, you know, if pretty much the other person, like, whoever it is, like, they'll understand that you're still thinking of how you're trying to respond. So just know that. I know from my experiences as I've, like, especially when I was younger, it, took a little bit with like with people just getting to know like even the fact that I'm autistic so that was a big thing of itself but again just knowing that when it comes to that like you know take your time about it don't you know don't force yourself to do something that's gonna impact you you know Yeah, I'd say for me like one of my biggest struggles is understanding the tone of text when people text me like sometimes when they type in all capitals I think they're shouting or sometimes the way they phrase things I feel like they're mad or they're angry or you know x y and z and I think when that happens the best thing for me to do is just to take some space from it and usually I ask people to kind of read it for me and they can kind of help me decipher kind of what's in between the lines that's helped me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think there is like a Midwest culture of, you know, we don't want to inconvenience anybody in any sort of way. Mm. It's people that I've, you know, that I've associated with positively in the past, but, you know, you can go sometimes weeks turn into months turn into years you know they're they're like still in your context somehow and then you think 
what are they going to think if they get the random message from you? Mm. And it's Yeah, I get that. Sometimes you could even just preface the message with saying that, like, hey, it's been a long time. I know we haven't spoken in a while, but I was thinking about you because blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And maybe you might be surprised. They'll be happy to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck, Corbin. I hope you figure out how to find more meaning in your day-to-day, whether that means landing a teacher role or whatever you have planned, like the road trip. I think that would be really exciting, planning that. Mm-hmm. Mary, what do you wish to accomplish in 2023? For me, I really want to accomplish like more independence. Like I want to work more on like finding uh, meals that I can cook and things that are good to eat, but are like not too challenging if that makes sense like I want to experiment more in the kitchen because my biggest struggle is like coming up with meal plans and finding like food that makes me feel good like mentally and physically so I think I want to get outside more and I want to find more meals that I enjoy and also just kind of work on some different independent things like as an autistic person. Great. Do you have some support with that? My sister-in-law wants to help me find some cookbooks and says that she wants to help me find like fun recipes that are healthy. So that way I can learn how to cook more meals and be more independent in the kitchen, but I don't get bored. Because that's like my biggest struggle is I get bored of the food I eat really easily. So I need like options that get me excited to eat the food, but I want like variety. So we're trying to come up with meals that are like not too challenging to make, but are also good and good for you. And they're like exciting and things like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do. Nice. You'll have to share some pictures of the meals you make over in the community. And Michelle, how about you? What are your priorities? For me this year, as people may have known, one of my jobs is that I work as a registered behavior technician. And so now during my experiences is that I actually also been getting supervision at the same time for the next um, level, which is uh, the behavior analyst assistant the bcaba certification so that's my next goal now for this year and luckily before i'm starting my new position with the school district i found out that they're also they do provide supervision so that's going to help me 10 times faster through the process so i i'm crossing my fingers that hopefully this will be the year that i can go for that certification test because I just took my RBT one last year and passed it. So, and been getting that experience. So I'm like really hoping that this is, that I'll get myself to the next level with that too. I just keep growing myself. That's what every year that's like always with me. I'm always trying to find ways to like continue to grow myself overall. 
And that's definitely one of them for me this year. Yeah. Well, good luck, Michelle. Thanks. Yeah. I know your, your passion is there, so I know that you can make it happen. Thanks, Rachel. All right. So for me, I guess, personally, I would love to go back to playing more piano. I have this piano here in my apartment and I don't think I've played it in months. It's um, just been sitting there collecting dust. It's quite a shame because I even went to school to study music therapy at some point. So I love the idea of using music to help people. I know that working with autistic people, it can really help build confidence and it's a form of self-expression. And it's just fun, you know, if you like music and you're into jamming out. So I definitely want to maybe build a routine. I got two piano books for Christmas from my cousin, who's my secret Santa. So I think if I just, you know, put it in my schedule and make a habit out of it, then I'll get back into it. And professionally, you know, I was thinking about, like I was saying before, the trajectory of what we've been doing with the organization on the, with the podcast and community and responsive skills training. And, you know, I was really inspired last year by Sarah Bradford's summit that she did. Michelle, you were part of that, right? So I was um, part of it. mm -hmm. (laughs) I was one of the speakers for it. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, this is a huge shout out to Sarah because uh, of the SJ Childs show, I'll say specifically, because um, she did an amazing job putting it together, her and her colleague, Maria Daniels, I believe is her name. So I think it'd be so cool if we did something like that with the global autism community. I'm not sure yet what that's going to look like. I'm just kind of speaking it into existence now. And, you know, once you say things out loud, then they should happen, right? <laughs> so um, we'll see if everything lines up. Because I think it would be great to have everyone together in one day, you know, and just share ideas and perspectives. What do you guys think? Do you like that idea? I think that's a good idea, especially getting more of the community out there, like for those who want to voice their experiences and everything. I think mm-hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah, it, it'll be it'll be interesting. Obviously, the challenge is there's no there's no way everybody who wants to be in there like can't like, like can. That's always yeah. sort of the thing that will lead to frustration, but. You know, yeah. if it's if it's accessible, you know, you can have a good event, definitely. Yeah, you're right, Corbin. But I think with enough advance notice, people can plan for it. And also we can make the recordings available afterwards, you know, that people can download it and, and view it kind of in an evergreen way. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'd like to close with one last question for you guys. What advice would you give to future moderators of our community? Mary, you want to go first? Sure. I would say, like, have fun with it. Branch out to different people. Try new things and, you know, jump outside your comfort zone. Like, for one time, I actually hosted a roundtable. I never thought I would do something like that, but I actually had fun doing it. It was something new. It was something different. 
So don't be afraid to try new things and experiment a little bit and kind of see what you like, because maybe one day it could be a job or like a fun little blog on the side and you never know. Great. Yeah. So one thing that was sort of a uh, driver for for me um, was, you know, getting uh, in into this community and, you know, um, just to be to be in a mo- moderator role is when you engage with discussion, you definitely, you know, learn a lot more things. I'm definitely, you know, a promoter of like autistic led advocacy. And one of the things is, you know, I was, you know, a, a lot of the first perspectives that I would usually get would be like more the ASAN things. And obviously one of the things is, you know, I've had, I've certainly nuanced, you know, my view on ABA, especially given the fact that it's accessible. So voices in the community, like, you know, Brian Middleton and really um, looking for the neurodiverse diversity affirming approach has given me, you know, a great perspective on, you know, moving the dialogue forward. Oh, that's so great, Corbin. I'm really glad that you brought that up because it just shows how non-judgmental our community is. That, mm-hmm. you know, we really try to keep an open ear and open mind to hear the other side and see if there's something that we can learn from it. So thank you for bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Michelle, what's your advice for future moderators? My advice is to be yourself. Don't be afraid to express who you are through, like, when it comes to posting, to the roundtable discussions and everything, because don't forget that this is a community that, you know, that has so many, that this is an opportunity for networking, too. There's a lot of autistic people who are in the community. There's also, you have all kinds of people who are a part of the community, and it's a great way to get to know people and just to really like bond with one another but as a moderator yourself it's so important to be yourself because you're showing who you are and that's so important and people will love to see that with you being yourself and I know I really enjoyed my experiences as a moderator like I've gotten to grow myself in terms of like being with other people on the team and just with even taking on like a round table discussion and everything that it, even though with balancing with college and everything at the time, it was just, I, we made it, it made it work and everything. So it just, you know, having a balance is also key too. So make sure that you, you figure out time that works for you and definitely work with other people's times too, as well. Like be open, have an open mind. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, thank you guys. Thank you again so much for everything you've done for the community. And, you know, you're still there. This isn't goodbye. (laughs) We're just giving other people a chance to step up to. So thank you all so much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Autism Knows No Borders. Listening to our moderators share their experiences reminded me that this position is much more than just responding to posts online. 
It's an opportunity to grow personally, develop professionally, and make meaningful connections. If you're interested in joining our team of moderators, check out the link in our show notes to apply for this role and help make a difference in other people's lives. And if you're not yet a member of our online community, sign up today at community.globalautismproject.org. Whether you're a self-advocate wanting to connect with other autistic people, or you're a family member hoping to support and empower your loved one, or you're a professional seeking to hear directly from autistic voices and improve your practice, you can join our online global autism community to collaborate with people from all over the world. Let's work together to transform how the world relates to autism. Thanks for listening. Take care. Tune in each week for engaging conversations of how people across the globe are inspiring change and building community. You've been listening to Autism Knows No Borders, brought to you by the Global Autism Project. You can find Rachel's notes for this episode and learn more about today's guests at AutismKnowsNoBorders.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. By doing so, you'll be helping us increase awareness and acceptance of autism around the world.